Hello creative people and welcome to another episode of New Creative You, the podcast about how to develop better thinking and creative skills. My name is Peja and I'm your host in the Deciphering Creativity podcast serial aimed at debunking the myth about creativity and finding ways to better and more creative thinking. In the previous episodes of the serial, I explained the process of creative thinking and I tried to convince you that you are creative. In the upcoming episodes, I will talk about creative thinking techniques, skills and habits that you should develop if you want to become a better creative thinker. Creative thinking is a complex skill that, in fact, consists of several different skills that I will focus on in this episode. You are already familiar with all of them, but you probably never thought of them in the context of creativity and how you can use them to create ideas. The title of today's episode is Creative Thinking Skills. Many people struggle with questions like what should I do to become more creative or how can I train my brain to think more creatively. There is no magic trick that will make you become exceptionally creative overnight or even a a course that will guarantee that after a certain number of classes you will become more creative than what you already are. Creative thinking is a way too complex process that depends on various factors. In a way, it is like a cooking challenge. Two persons get a task to prepare a meal using the same ingredients. One person makes an average meal, and the other prepares a meal worthy of a Michelin three-star restaurant. Both of them use the same ingredients. It is how they mix and prepare them that made the difference. To be able to mix and prepare creative ingredients in in the right way, you need a set of skills, and this is the topic of today's episode. In this episode, I will introduce you to the top four creative thinking skills. These skills will train your brain to think in a more versatile way and will transform your thinking style into a more creative one. The good news is that these are not some very special or difficult to practice skills, so with some dedicated effort in time you will be able to use them spontaneously, thus becoming a more efficient and more creative thinker. I won't keep you in the dark any longer, so here are the four skills essential for creative thinking. The skill of being able to focus. The skill of being able to observe things. The skill of being able to use intuition. The skill of being able to connect information or or to use associative thinking. I will repeat once again. The skill of being able to focus. The skill of being able to observe things. The skill of being able to use intuition. And finally, the skill of being able to connect information to use associative thinking.
Okay, let's start with the first skill, the skill of being able to focus. We live in an age that is oversaturated with information. One of the consequences of living and working in the digital age is the fact that the attention span of an average individual has lately become surprisingly low. The results of one survey conducted in Canada show that the average human attention span has fallen from 12 seconds in 2000, or around the time the mobile revolution began, to 8 seconds. In less than 20 years, our ability to focus dropped by one-third of that preferred by evolution. Another arch-nemesis of focused attention is the habit of doing several things simultaneously, or multitasking. A human brain has only a limited capacity, so when someone is trying to do several things at the same time, their brain resources are split into, into several fragments, and in consequence, each task is, ex is executed with limited brain power, resulting in, in slower performance and average or poor quality of work. Whenever you perform a certain task, a set of complex processes is initiated in your brain, engaging different parts of the brain. When you rapidly switch to another task, your brain has to put in motion a whole different set of procedures and, and engage totally different areas of the brain. Switching rapidly from one task to another consumes a lot of brain energy. It slows down your thinking and results in under the average quality of work. This is why you cannot remember where you were with your previous task the moment you get back to it after switching to another. What makes great thinkers different from those who are not so great is in fact their ability to focus on the subject of their thinking. When you focus your attention on one thing, your, your mental energy is, is guided in, in one direction and is not wasted on processing side impulses while dealing with several parallel tasks. The result is increased ability to process and combine information and also to create new ideas. If you are dealing with a new subject during your thinking session, you will probably find it difficult to maintain close focus for a long period of time, which is normal because your brain is wrestling with new information. However, if you manage to hold on, afterwards you will probably feel fatigued, but also surprised at how fast you were able to learn new facts or acquire a new skill. If you are a student, always read first the whole text that you are trying to memorize and then go back to it because this way your brain will already be familiar with the topic and will not resist new information. On the other hand, if you are dealing with the subject that you are familiar with or good at, there is a chance that at some point you might reach flow, the state when thinking becomes fluent when your thoughts and actions blend in perfect harmony and you suddenly become able to produce great results with seemingly minimum effort. Psychologist Michali Csikszentmihalyi was the first to explain the phenomenon of flow as a state of concentration or complete absorption with the activity at hand and the situation. You can read more about this fascinating phenomenon in his book, Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. 
when engaging in the thinking process, try to eliminate all side distractions that could possibly divert your attention from the work you are doing. Silence your mobile phone. Do not use the internet unless it is connected to your work. Forget about email and other messenger services. Find a place where you can work in peace or at least try to isolate yourself from your colleagues using screens and headphones. You can play some soothing music to help you relax and reduce the noise in the room. This should be your work music, not the music you usually listen to when partying. Ask your colleagues and your family members not to disturb you unless absolutely necessary. Do one thing or project at a time. Do not jump back and forth from one task to another. If you need to finish several tasks during the day, make a priority list and do them one by one. The next skill is the skill of being able to observe things. Observation is an ability to perceive things around you to a minute detail, an act of regarding attentively or watching. So many things around us go unnoticed because of our short attention span that results in scanning the world around us instead of observing and understanding it. Observation can reveal interesting facts that can lead to new discoveries. Observe a scratch on a car. What type of car is it? Who was the driver, male or female, young or old? How was the scratch made? On the way to work, while driving or while trying to park the car? Was it during the daytime or in the pitch dark? Maybe it is a mysterious scratch. The owner of a car discovered it when he or she approached the car on the parking lot. So much inspiration for an interesting story coming just from a simple scratch. To become a more observant person, try to open your eyes to new visual experiences. Listen attentively to people while making conversation. Be aware of the sounds that surround you in the street, in the office, while walking in the nature. Pay attention to the food you are eating, its taste, texture, smell, look. Read books and magazines that interest you, but from time to time browse through those that do not. You might find some compelling and thought-provoking information there as well. Open your mind to other people's ideas, thoughts and beliefs. Feed your brain with all kinds of stimuli because only an active brain is capable of producing new ideas. While mastering the ability to closely observe the world around you, you will realize that at some point you have become able to perceive the world inside you, your inner thoughts and emotions. This is the first sign that you are on the path to developing a new and very important art. The art of being present. People who have developed the skill of observation and the art of being present can never run out on ideas because they are able to find inspiration in the most common of things and situations. So far I have mentioned these two creative thinking skills skill of being able to focus, the skill of being able to observe things. Next is one of my favorite creative thinking skills, the skill of being able to use intuition. Intuition is defined as the direct perception of truth. 
immediate apprehension independent of any reasoning process. It is manifested in many different forms, as a gut feeling, hunch, premonition, presentiment, guess, supposition. To make the use of intuition, always ask yourself, what does my instinct tell me about this situation, idea or a person? If you are experiencing an emotional reaction about something, even a low-intensity one, that indicates that your subconscious mind is trying to send you a message. We usually dismiss intuition in everyday situations because we were taught to rely on reason and not on something as fleeting as intuition or emotions. But in some situations, the reason is simply not enough. You need to take into account your gut feeling as well. Prehistoric people had to rely on their intuition to survive because they did not have the resources we have today. Despite the increased threat from terrorism, an average person living in a developed world is enjoying much greater security than their forefathers only two or three generations before. This comfort that we enjoy today has made intuition probably the most underrated and neglected of all human abilities. If you lack information, rely on your intuition. Professionals often do this because they have heaps of accumulated knowledge and, and, and can predict events or outcomes of particular situations even before they happen. If your intuition is telling you that something might be wrong, pause for a while and do not rush into making a decision. Allow yourself some time to think things over. Listen to your inner self. Has the feeling of discomfort faded away after some time or does it still remain? Strong feelings always call for caution. If you get euphoric about something, it need not mean that it is necessarily good for you. Instead of making a rush decision, first sleep on it and make the decision the following morning. Morning is wiser than evening, says an old East European proverb. If you're feeling calm about something, an idea or a situation, that means that it is probably good for you. Pay particular attention to those situations where you feel joy and deep personal gratification, because those moments can reveal your unique strengths and passions. If you're feeling good about sharing advice to your friends, maybe your perfect kind of job would be the position of a consultant or a teacher. If you're feeling good when meeting new people, Maybe you can use your skills for networking and connecting people. Finally, intuition is connected to motivation. If you have positive feelings about the project, you will be motivated to work on it even when things turn rough. I talked about the skill of being able to focus, the skill of being able to observe things, and the skill of being able to use intuition. Finally, I have come to the most important of all creative skills, the one that combines the information and insights collected using the previous three skills. It is the skill of being able to connect information, to use associative thinking. Associative thinking is the ability to connect seemingly random information into new combinations or ideas. It forms the very essence of the creative thinking process. I talked a lot about associative thinking in the first episode of this podcast serial, uh, Creativity Explained, so I suggest that you listen to it. I will put a link in this episode's description. 
To be able to combine existing information into new ideas, first you need to feed your brain with as many information as possible. Work like a detective who is investigating a complex case and collect all the data, insights, opinions, assumptions, even gossip on the subject of your creative thinking, and then let your brain do the work. In the beginning, your brain will probably suggest the most common and logical solutions and ideas that are not particularly creative. But you must not stop there. Let your imagination go wild and think of the most improbable, most fantastic, most ideal situations you can. Do not be concerned with the practical side of your ideas. Their main task at this stage is not to provide answers but to activate different areas of your brain and excited neurons to scan through your brain in search of data that could be used to solve the problem. Neural cells in your right brain hemisphere will stretch their dendrites in many different directions until they get hit by an electric impulse containing the crucial information that was sent from some other part of your brain. This collision will result in a new neural connection, a new idea. To be able to create, you need to motivate your brain not to rely on the existing neural connections, but to constantly create new ones. You can easily do that if you become open to new sensations, new information, new ideas from the people around you, new adventures. Be curious, read, explore, make your life rich in new experiences and your brain will react by becoming more agile, flexible and inspired to create. I will share with you another important secret to successful creative career. Learn to enjoy the creative process. Always try to make it fun, no matter how complex or serious problems you are trying to solve might be, because a happy, relaxed and playful mind can work magic. Now you are familiar with the top 4 creative thinking skills. The skill of being able to focus, the skill of being able to observe things, the skill of being able to use intuition and the skill of being able to connect information. I suggest you make the list of them and try to practice them several times during the day. On Monday you can practice focusing, on Tuesday practice observation, etc. On the fifth day, you should rest and let your subconscious process and adopt your new creative skills. Then rinse and repeat all over again. To help you with your practice, I have prepared a manual containing a list of activities and short exercises that you can do during the day to cultivate your creative skills. You can do them while having a break, while traveling home from work, before going to bed, whenever you have a few minutes to spare on your creative training. The link for the free download is in the description of this episode. Thank you once again for listening to the third episode of New Creative You podcast. 
In case you have missed previous episodes in which I explain how ideas are generated and what are the most common reasons that are preventing you from being creative, check out the links in this episode's description. Subscribe to New Creative You podcast, like, comment and share this episode with your creative friends. You can also visit newcreativeyou.com website for more topics related to creative thinking. In the next podcast episode, I will talk about the most popular creative thinking techniques. So, follow me and keep up with the podcast. And please, please, stay healthy and creative.